are back again, baby. Back, baby. I can't believe it. We've managed to do this two weeks in a row somehow. I know. And for us, that is a huge accomplishment. So I I am congratulating us right now. Yes. Pat's on the back all the way around. Yeah. Pat's on the back. Pat's on the butt. You know. Did you ever do that in sports? Pat people on the butt? Well, first of all, I would have had to have played sports. You didn't play any sports? No, I did in junior high, which is what we called it, not middle school. And okay. uh, <laughs> I played, and when I say play, I did the individual. I did track and field. That's what big boys do. They do the field part, and that's what I did. You were in shot track put, and field in shot middle put school? and discus. Yep. Shot put. Were you a big bad boy in the shot put? No, I'm. I'm a. I was a big boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I wasn't a bad boy. Did you make people cower in fear? No, I was terrible at it. I'm not an athlete um, yeah. as much as I wanted to be one. Same. I'm the, at, I'm the guy that plays music. Much to the shame of my father, uh, I was not an athlete. Uh, he was a big-time uh, baseball player. And oh, so wow. I tried to I tried to play baseball. Yeah, he uh, tried out for the Cincinnati Reds three times and got to the final cut. And uh, he, they said, huh? He would have been an 80s player. Oh, yeah. Dad graduated great, high school, I think, in 1980. What a great name for an 80s baseball player your dad has. Ricky Hall. Yeah. <laughs> I just It is, my right? Dad. And he lives at. Uh, no. Uh, but when I played, I was, I was so bad, and they put me at hind catcher because fat guys either get first base or hind catcher or pitcher. What is um, hind catcher? Hind catcher is the guy behind the plate who catches the ball and all that gear. I thought it was just called the catcher. It, well, the full name is the hind catcher. I've never heard that. Really? Never. Maybe, maybe it's a southern thing. I don't know. But during a game, I was bored, and I turned <laughs> around, put my glove on my butt, and talked to my parents and grandparents in the in the <laughs> the stands, and I said, "Look, I'm hind catching," <laughs> and everyone laughed except my dad. And oh, dad was like, get your ass back in the game. Oh, he didn't curse. He said, uh, <laughs> right. get your head back in the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, just a funny oh, little amazing. Uh, funny little tidbit. Yeah. Dad, d- so the pat on the butt thing was huge in football and baseball. Like if you right. did good, you would get patted on, on the butt. And that's such a weird congratulatory thing that I bet is gone now. Oh, you know, yeah. it, the same thing I was thinking, like culture has improved so much from when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Elvis, my kid in the background. Hey, yeah, my Elvis. doors open. Uh, so in the house that we rent, quick tangent, our doors, the door to our bedroom doesn't shut all the way. Like oh, in the I know winter. what you mean. Because yep, the uh, wood swells or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when it's nighttime, you know, uh, Elvis is showing you his uh, baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. All right, buddy, All I'm right. podcasting. Can you go play? You want to say something in the mic? Okay, get out of here. If you're not going to do what I say on command, you have to go play. Um, so, yeah, uh, tangent. Where was I going? The doors don't close all the way. Oh, yeah, the doors don't close all the way. So at night, when it's, when it's night-night time, our door is just open. Uh-huh. A little. And so, I mean, you know. We're well, a respectable fool, and we wait until the kids go to bed. Respectable fool. 
yeah, those those kids are going to need therapy at some point. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. We have very speaking thin of that, walls. I'm sure every I'm sure everyone wants to hear about this in our lives. But speaking of that, I'm living with my brother-in-law right now. Oh, bought, we bought a new house, so you know, basically, we have one room with me, my wife, and our son. So, you know, you're all just sleeping saying. in the same room. Yeah. So and how mean, long is this arrangement going to last? Uh, we'll figure it out. Not. It's supposed to last until March. So after February. Oh my we'll... God. <laughs> Are you guys saving money right now though? Uh, yeah. Well, not really. We're paying them rent because we're using all their stuff. You know what I mean? So you have to pay your brother-in-law rent. I do not have to pay them, but the, but we were, we said we would like to. I, that's such therapy talk. And like, it reminds me of a uh, church work. <laughs> it's like, I don't have to put the chairs away after worship. I get to. It's right. a privilege. It uh, is a privilege. No, that's that's cool that they're letting you live there. And I, I'm guessing rent is. I'm going to say a figure, and you just you don't have to. All you have to say is lower or higher. Okay. No, I, I don't want anyone to know. So I'm just going to nod, and you can react. Okay. Or I'll do hand motions. Okay, four hundred dollars. Okay, I don't want to play this game anymore. Yeah. Uh yeah, so anyway. <laughs> um uh Oh, wow. Okay, he just, <laughs> just gave him he, a hand motion. For those of you listening at home who can't see Jeff like I can, uh he just uh used his fingers and to- showed me a million dollars a month. Yeah, uh, that's right. And so Jeff's got it like that. Uh <laughs> I don't. Um no, if but I had it I was, like that, I would fly Brando to me so we could do the podcast. Heck together. yeah! <laughs> what it's it's funny because your your kind of background, you know, you're in a white room with no mm-hmm. curtains, um, cream, and <laughs> True, yeah, you can see in the background of my room, it's a disaster mess. Um, we cleaned other parts of the house, but when it comes to our bedroom, we just don't. What's the? Because here's the thing. Here's here's what's great about having bigger kids. Our 10-year-old, I fold, so Lulu washes the laundry, I fold the laundry, and Cadence's job, my 10-year-old, is putting the laundry away. Mm. But Cadence tries to do it so fast so that he can get back to Fortnite that he doesn't care where things go or if things get unfolded. He just throws them on top of my uh, dresser. And so then I get to refold them and put them away. But it's still better than me getting up out of my chair and taking the clothes to 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 go put away. Well, right um, now I I do the laundry and fold the laundry and hang the laundry while we're renovating a house. Basically, my wife does all the renovating of a house, and I don't. That's have a to. fair deal. That's yep. a good deal on your part. <laughs> and so I, I, this weekend, though, like tomorrow and the next day, I get to demo our kitchen, so sledgehammers and all that kind of stuff. So like that's the kind of work I'm excited to do. <laughs> So that work will be great for the the album, the EP we're talking about today. You could listen to yes. that while you destroy your kitchen to make it better. I, I could see that. Yeah, this is so we're yeah this EP man. I, you're gonna have to talk about it, but this is the heavier heavier EP than we've ever done. Yeah, this is the heaviest. So a record. Yeah, and, and we'll get to it in just a second. I want to ask a little bit more about your upcoming move. Um, oh, okay, but uh, I. I so you you posted something on on social media uh-huh. about 
uh, that you, you want to go ahead and tell a story about your new house? Just give us the some house background. That we bought, the house was built in 1915. And uh, with that said, in the 30s, somebody rented it. It turned out the guy was a gangster. Uh, he was in a okay. In explain gangster. Are we? We're talking like meh. See, not we yeah. are. Yep. Okay. Cool. We are. Yep. And so he was in like yeah. This is like Capone era kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he was in this gang. This gang, and they were bootleggers and stuff like that. And then um, he was in a plot to kidnap this dude that lived down the street. And anyway, the cops found out about it, and they showed up at the house and. <laughs> they spent four hours there just chilling, waiting for him to show up. And he showed up, but he was in the attic and oh, wow. the attic of the house that I bought. Right. Okay. So he runs down the stairs. This is on a newspaper article. That's how I know it. Okay. He runs down the stairs and he, the guy, one of the cops yells, he's got a gun, Joe or whatever, which yeah. is so oh, God. he's got a gun, Joe. He's got a gun, Joe. Gotta get him. See? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the guy shoots twice at the cops, misses, but the cops shoot him and kill him in our kitchen. Oh, wow. Do you know how many times they shot him? They shot him. Uh, they shot at him five times. So I don't here's, know how here's my impression of the guy getting shot five times. Ready? Okay. Meow, 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 meow. See, no, meow. <laughs> That's probably exactly how it went. <laughs> And so, yeah, probably. so I have then said, because you told me this story and I loved it, uh, yeah. I think your house is going to be haunted. And it's it's going to really be the worst ghost because it's like a 1930s gangster ghost <laughs> who's going to be yeah. like, turn off the talking pictures, see? Meow. <laughs> um, and so I can't wait for, boo, see? Meow. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that'd be the best way to get haunted. Oh, God. Um Oh, I don't yeah. want to be haunted. That's the my biggest fear. I don't believe in ghosts per se because I've never encountered one. Really? But I don't want to be haunted. So you believe a virgin gave birth to a baby and that Jesus died and resurrected, but ghosts are out there for you. I didn't say it was out there. I was just saying I didn't have any proof of it, and I, and I don't know. Well, get never ready. Said, yeah, we'll see. I hope, I hope not. Man. Boom. Yeah, see? Um, but I'm really sure that the gangster who was set to kidnap the dude down the street or the uh, girl, uh, the girl, his daughter, uh, I really yeah. hope this guy had a relationship with the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, wow. Uh, so, yeah. So let's let's get into this let's record a little, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, before we do that, so the program we're using to... Um, to record here uh only works in google chrome uh, can i tell you how much i hate google chrome it's the, the problem, worst Brando. browser what apparently all the other browsers can't handle any of these programs no joke because i have tried all kinds of different ones like this and they're all google prone google chrome google prone google prone uh, Google Chrome is awful, and I hate I love everything it. about it. Uh, I'm a I'm a Mac boy, so I'm a Safari guy. Okay, Safari is the the browser I like. It's what I know. It's what Daddy. It's what Daddy knows. And so I'm going to continue. So I'm at the age now where any <laughs> kind of new technology, I'm just like, nah, I don't need that. Sam, you know, 
and so well not not the same because you use things like chat gpt and ai sometimes um and that scares me um because i don't want the micro machine uh terminator you know skynet things yeah i'm just afraid of afraid of what i don't understand so i'm afraid of a lot of stuff yeah Uh, but i can make uh graphics of like a giraffe farting for my kid and he thinks it's hilarious yeah well that's that's incredible (laughs) uh that's that's what they thought they would be doing um yeah yeah, i'm i'm terrified of it and uh when i was a kid i was really scared of stuff um i had an un unlike uh unnatural fear of sharks like Uh on in kentucky (laughs) there's no no ocean anywhere near but i was terrified of of sharks but jeff the thing that scared me the most and i want to see if you had a similar experience so in our elementary school, we didn't have urinals. We mm. had a trough, like okay. a big tub, like at some of those old ballparks will have just a huge tub that a bunch of people pee into, mm-hmm. but they're long, skinny tubs. It's not like, it's, I know what you're thinking yeah. out there. It's not like just a bathtub that, you know, little boys are peeing in. But I was terrified because, you know, when I was a little kid, you know, I hadn't hit puberty yet, so I was a little little scared. And so I was a stall boy. And (laughs) as I've grown up, I'm still a stall boy. I'm a big (laughs) stall guy. And here's the thing. You know what my favorite stall is? Handicap stall. Oh, yeah. Because they're bigger. Please tell me. I like the big. I I like to spread, and I like to relax when I'm (laughs) emptying my bowels. If I'm going number two, it's definitely handicap stall. And yeah. my biggest fear is seeing like <laughs> someone who needs that stall, and I'm in it. All of a sudden, you see the wheels come in. Yeah, but but at the same time, I'm like, well, if anything, this is this is good because it's teaching everyone is the same, right? We're all equal. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta wait, and that's just how life is. Sometimes you gotta wait. If all the regular stalls are full, what am I supposed to just not use the handicap stall? I'm going to use it. Um, but then I had a fear, unnatural fear in elementary school, that if I peed, you could. I was afraid that people could tell how big your little doododdle was <laughs> by the stream hitting the water. I was, I was convinced that people could tell, like how big or small my wee wee was by hitting the water i mean it was a real fear so i learned to hit the top of the bowl like not the lid of the bowl but like hit the bowl where the water wasn't so that no one could tell by my pee stream how big or small my wee wee was i can't believe this is real (laughs) that's a true story and uh explains a lot about me and and find out if it does in fact give it away <laughs> I, I have no idea yeah. if it does, but you know what i got good at hiding it um <laughs> but then also uh still to this day look i i can pee at a urinal normally you know mm-hmm. unzip your mm-hmm. zipper unbutton your jeans but my favorite thing to do is to pull them down like a little boy all the way to my ankles and pee that's my favorite way to pee and so the first time i met my stepfather uh i thought he would think it was funny your father-in-law yeah father-in-law what what did i say stepfather 
No, yeah, you don't just have one daddy. One daddy and an invisible sky daddy. And uh, <laughs> so I had my father-in-law was at a stall, and so I thought, hey, this will be funny if I pull my pants all the way to the ground and pee. He did not think it was funny. Um, and so I'm just first time meeting my, my future father-in-law and I dropped trowel all the way to the bottom and made pee. That's amazing. Wouldn't you be so just excited for your daughter to marry someone who did that? And I don't know. We were in like a a pizza place. No. Uh Okay, good. Well, that's not making any better, I guess. And the story. Well, here's something. Um, Here's something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good. Here's something that's, that's, you were talking about the bathrooms when you were growing up, our bathrooms, we did have like normal urinals, but our stalls didn't have doors in any of the bathrooms. No. Well, the girls did. That's a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine you have to go and you have to just go and it's wide open, but the girls had doors. Yeah, they have doors. You know what? Girls have had it too easy in this country. Um, (laughs) Yeah, super. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. That's why we We even let them vote eventually. Yeah, we get we get paid more because we don't have doors on our elementary school bathrooms. Same, yeah. (laughs) Um, Just kidding. Uh, I'm all for uh, equal pay. Um, Okay, most most women I know make way more than I do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's go ahead and get into this. So I'll set things up. Please this do. week, uh, since Jeff picked last week, this week was my choosing, and I picked A Tear in the Fabric of Life by the band Knocked Loose. Now, Knocked Loose is a Louisville band, Oldham County, uh, I guess if you're getting technical. Um, this is something I noticed, by the way. How come the South, everything is what county you're in? Is that not like that where you're from? No. I mean, I'm from Greene County, but we what it was what town you're in. Yeah. I well, guess we wanted to be specific. Yeah, we're a little uh, we're a little loose on the on the <laughs> regional geographics. Yeah, um, this EP came out in 2021. It mm-hmm. was a surprise release, so no oh. one knew it was coming, and then boom! I'm guessing it was probably a COVID, um, you know, project. Oh, uh, yeah. Produced by Will Putney. Now, do you know anything about Will Putney? That name sounds familiar, but no, I don't. So he's in a band called, uh, oh, what's the name of his band? Oh, it's going to tick me off. Uh, Fit for an Autopsy. Oh. Fit for an Autopsy. Uh, Stupid name. Uh, Don't like the band either, but he does a lot of heavy bands. Um, He's done uh, albums for bands like Norma Jean, Stray from the Path, For Today, Body Count, uh, just a ton nice. of, huh? Body count. Yeah, that's a good. That's fun. You know that's the that one name? that I know. Wow. Sure. Uh, but he it's got so iced tea in it. Sorry. It, is that the same band? Body count. Yeah. Wow. Well, it makes sense <laughs> because m- modern metal music production is like Michael Bay of audio. So <laughs> yes. lots of explosions, lots of extra bits. <laughs> Um, just lots of stuff. And I usually don't like, I I like my, my heavy music to be a little more organic. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I don't like really precise, um, real edited guitars in the sense of, you know, in some metal bands you'll hear guitars and like they'll, they'll do chugs, but they'll cut it. 
and so it sounds mm-hmm. almost electronic. And a ton yep. of bands do that, and I hate it. Um, when it comes to heavy music, you know, I played in heavy bands, um, and I like more chaotic, a little more angular guitars. Not so much like in a lot of metalcore bands, uh, like As I Lay Dying, um, Shadows Fall, uh, in any of the crappy like metalcore bands, they all do the same thing where they go like and it's like so um like mechanical almost like a machine and i hate that i like it to where because it's easy to do i mean it's it's hard to play some of the guitar parts but it's easy in a sense of oh you just do open chugs with a bunch of like you know chromatic scales or arpeggios with it um so so this band is much more like Knocked Loose is a band that vocally the guy has a straight up hardcore voice. So when I say Mm. that, like, if you're not new, if you are new to metal and hardcore, the difference is typically that hardcore vocalists almost just yell. It's not a scream. It's more of a yell. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, Brian Garrison, the guy from this band, definitely does some screaming, too. But his whole cadence, like the way he puts vocals together, is very much so hardcore band. Mm. And so they get a lot of accolades and a lot of, um, a lot of, like, they differentiate themselves from other metalcore bands by doing, by having a hardcore vocalist. I sent this to a couple of my friends and they're like, that vocalist sounds like a pissed off 12 year old. And he's, <laughs> I'm sure he's gotten this his whole career, but I yeah. love his voice. I love, it sounds like he means it. I don't know, like, a lot of times in metal, the guys are like, this is harsh. And there's some of that in this. But they use it for effect, not for, like, the whole thing. So it's mm-hmm. just, it's one of the tools in their toolbox. Now, So one of the things I read about yeah. this band, quickly, uh, is that this record was like a turn in their creative creativity. Like a, like a new... I don't know. It was different from their yeah. last release. So I think their old stuff, you know, they had they had a their debut album was called Laugh Tracks. And that that was a little more paint by numbers metalcore. Um mm-hmm. it still had the differentiation with his voice, but it was still kind of like a little more stock than what I would call I would call this record. This record's way more avant-garde. Um and I think this record has aged well even in just you know the few years it's been since it's been out and they've definitely gone more down this rabbit hole because the two new singles off their new release uh that's not out yet are incredible and i highly recommend you go out and check them out on spotify um but this stuff they don't get paid anything yeah but we also made the joke last podcast that there is a breakdown in uh in one of their songs called Counting Worms where mm-hmm. he literally says arf arf and it's become a meme in the kind of heavy music community do you want to play that clip i sent for you counting worms sure i think i found it okay
So that's where, so that's a huge meme in the heavy music community. And uh, yeah, it's just hilarious that one of the pit calls, which is what you call that section, uh, is a pit call. Is right before a breakdown. Instead of saying something like, tear this place apart, he just goes, arf, arf. Arf, arf. It's incredible. Huge fan. uh, But that's off their debut. release laugh tracks yeah but today we're talking about uh tearing the fabric of life so jeff talk to me about your love of heavy music so i'm glad you said something i'm not a heavy music guy i i like uh some heavy music that i listened to when i was younger but it's not something i would want to admit to does that make sense sure for instance, uh, my my uh, uh, <laughs> my idea of something heavy that I would like to listen to back then was like Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit. Oh, that, was that goes hard. And I liked it. I mean, I think it was mostly because how angry it was and how like stupid and not like it didn't have to make sense at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that then you should love this. Uh, well, yeah. This this music is incredibly abrasive. Yeah. Um. And I picked it knowing that you would probably not like it, but sometimes when sometimes that's more fun. But I want to walk you through like how I experience it because you had said last podcast you'd like to listen to this while holding my hand and caressing my my beard. Um, I think so. I'm a huge Converge fan, um, and Converge. E- even if you don't know the band, you've seen their iconic album cover for Jane Doe, which is just that like almost looks like Marilyn Monroe's like outline in like a white ink. Um, I don't think it's really Marilyn Monroe. I don't know who it is. Oh, it's Jane Doe. Uh, Um, but I think, uh, thanks Howard Stern. No, that burp was courtesy of our first sponsor of the podcast. (laughs) Red's hard apple cider um just in case yeah they're not a sponsor uh and their their cider's just okay it's a little sweet (laughs) but i will say i since i'm a huge fan of abrasive music that's more chaotic might Mm -hmm. be a, a term that certain folks would use angular jarring um they use a lot of uh what we call horror chords and horror chords are just two notes that are a half step apart, but an octave. So an octave and a half step apart. Yeah. Um, and you can recognize those if you're a heavy music fan in like the intro to Memphis shall be laid to waste by Norma Jean or, you know, any bands I can point them out as we go through, but they use a lot of those horror chords and then they do a lot of tremolo picking, which isn't like super, uh, a super, characteristic of hardcore music but it is a characteristic of metal and so the way they blend the two is just fantastic uh obviously i'm laying my cards out i think it's a fire record or i wouldn't have uh, right wanted you to listen to it but i think hands down this is the 
best band making heavy music right now. Hmm. Um, and I think, like, this band played main stage at Coachella. No kidding. Yeah. Was and everyone shocked when they... <laughs> no, they loved it. It's like, I don't no, know. No, I mean, like, people... when it was announced, when they were announced it, oh, were, yeah. were people shocked at the lineup they were on there? Well, they've, like, transcended the underground scene now. So they're wow. like a band that, you know, people like. In the same way that bands like um, Spirit Box have transcended. Have you ever heard of Spirit Box? No. They had a huge hit with the song called Holy Roller that really, I think, put them on the, the map. And they just did a song with Megan the Stallion. Oh, my. Yeah. So I'm like heavy music starting to, to cross over if it's not just paint by numbers. Um, so it's, yeah. Managing to survive when all the other forms of rock are dying. I know. And it's it's crazy because rock is totally dead. Imagine Dragons was the final nail in the coffin of quote unquote rock music. I hate Imagine Dragons. They if you're out rock. there, <laughs> if you're out there and you like Imagine Dragons, turn this podcast off, <laughs> go home, fill up a bath. Grab your toaster. No, 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 no. No, hold on. Grab your toaster. Make yourself some toast outside of the bath, but then get in the bath with your toast, not the toaster, and eat your toast because you're a little baby. You don't get any butter on your toast. No butter. Just straight, really almost burnt toast is what I want you to do because you're a baby. Uh, No, Uh, please don't take uh, any electronic (laughs) devices near (laughs) near, a bath. I was trying to set up a joke and then you ruined it by getting scared. I'm sorry. He did scare um, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh so anyway, this band is incredible. I love that you kind of don't have uh much affinity for for stuff like this. Did you also know that this record is a concept album? Uh no, but I kind of figured it was. I wish I would have known the lyrics. I didn't I didn't hear the you lyrics. You didn't look them up. No. So I am a guy who don't like famously says what, Jeff? It's not that you don't like lyrics now that I'm thinking about it. You say lyrics don't matter. Lyrics don't matter. And what I mean by that is lyrics don't have to be deep or moving to make people like it. Perfect example. Uh, Oblah D, Oblah Da, life goes on. Yeah. La, 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 life goes on. That's the Beatles. One of the biggest bands in history with nonsense lyrics <laughs> or grab a bucket and a mop for this. You know, the rest, you know, what? Um, and so lyrics don't matter to make to whether something is popular or not. Yeah. Now that all that said, I love writing lyrics. I love good lyrics. This band has incredible lyrics. And in doing this for the podcast, while I was doing my prep work, I went through and read every lyric in genius, which I love genius because they have annotations where you can like see what other people think about it. Mm -hmm. And so this whole record is a concept record about a car wreck, the guilt survivor's guilt of someone passing away from a car wreck that you drove in Mm. digging up the body of your lover after she had died taking her to your home, hiding her in your walls, and then at the end, unaliving yourself is what happens, I think. That's the journey we're about to take. Is it heavy? You bet. Because they're called (laughs) Knocked 
loose. And if I was thinking about it, I would have added the pit call to their most recent release, Deep in the Willow, Mm. where they literally say it's like this epic breakdown that leads into another epic. Yeah. Sorry about that. It's a it's an epic breakdown that leads into another breakdown. But right before it, he goes knocked loose mother effer Mm. and he calls their name out like a rapper would do yep you know or or dj khaled and i love it so much but anyway clipping let's uh let's go ahead and let everybody get a taste of track one off this which is called do you have the names yeah it's called where Where light Light divides Divides. the holler yep here we go already Yes. Did you start from the very beginning when you made this? Yeah. Yeah. So this is cool. Let's since it's since it's kind of boring to listen to on a podcast, it's not boring to listen to otherwise. Yeah. This is the beginning that sets up this whole uh concept, right? Yeah. And it's uh Will Putney, which again he does Michael Bay production. So yeah. there's a lot of like cinematics throughout the record. Here we go. Leanne Rhymes. That's what I thought I heard. And then Beach Boys. Kentucky, baby. And then some like house church or something. They sound like Mennonites to me. (laughs) Shout out to Mennonites. (laughs) They're the ones that get to drive trucks. Yeah. All right. Let it play a little. Those are horror chords in between the little tab. Cool. I was going to say we probably played enough to get flagged on that one. <laughs> yeah, good. Okay, so that's the intro to the record, to the EP. Yep. Um, I can't tell you how amped I get when I hear that car wreck, and then it goes into that first little chug breakdown. So tell me your thoughts. What are you thinking when you hear that? So the first thing I did was look at what the the title of the song was, where light, where light divides the holler. Yeah, and I'm like, well, that makes sense. They're from Kentucky. Is, is isn't that supposed to be hollow? <laughs> How dare you? Do you know no, what, ho- what a holler is? Well, the the yell. No, what a you holler. mean like a ho- yeah a holler a hollow. That's what they're where called. Light- is that real? Like, did we stupid that up in the South and just call it a holler? Not just the South, Central Illinois, Southern Illinois, where I'm from, we call it that too. But if you had to spell it, it's hollow. Oh, I wouldn't ever spell it hollow. I'd say holler. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's fair. It's that's, what do you yeah, what do you think culture. of his voice? Uh, it's great. I mean, for heavy music like that, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'd rather hear like that screechiness than somebody who thinks they're tough and go yes all the time. Like it's fun down hardcore, like hate mm-hmm. breed or terror. I hate those bands. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's, if you like it, that's cool. It's just not for me. Uh, yeah. I'm more of a modern life is war, um, champion or like, uh, comeback kid. Even did you um, like, um, did you like, oh, dang it. What's the name of that band with, uh, something Owens or whatever his name was. Craig no. Owens, Chiodos. Yeah. never mind, Not that band. The chariot. Uh, did you ever like the chariot? I love the chariot. Yeah, so I like that kind. That's cool. Yeah, Josh Goggins, an incredible vocalist. Yeah, he was the I first got... vocalist of Norma Jean, if you're out there. So if you have Bless the Martyr, Kiss the Child, that's Josh mm. Goggin. Everything after that's Corey Brandon. So, um, all right. All right, anyways, moving on. So there, I, I like lyrics, so I'm struggling because I can't hear them. I should have looked them up, but I was like, no, let me just hear the song, you know. So I know that's like an old person thing to say, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. There are a lot of nice breaks though. And like that emotional aggression of the vocals and the instrumentation together, they really, like it really breathes with these breaks. If you know what I mean? Like yeah. the effect of, of hitting again is, is super cool. Like it's here. Listen. Like that. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love so, I love when bands do that. And I love like I know it's like totally angsty. Yeah. Like it reminds me of that AFI song where he goes, One big dark room from Beetlejuice or whatever it is uh-huh. from. Um I love that he did that. A tear in the fabric of life. Yeah, it's cool. The fabric of life. Um, so let me read you the lyrics. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna tr- let go of something, and it might play something. So if it does, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Go ahead. You're good. It didn't. So it didn't do it. The I'm lyrics, learning this software. Yeah. Which we're not shouting out what software we're using because every software sucks, mm-hmm. and uh, so far we've had to change twice now. That's right. Um, so we have floating around the bend where light divides the holler. Body is merged between moss and stone. Where blood finds color, she dissolves in the bank, and I'm left alone. Writhing in the clay, the water rises and sways, betray the human shape. Um, final embrace. Tackled in the vine, shackled to the floor of the earth, my vision restored from the fog, you emerge. Uh, I'm not going to read all of these, but, like, you could tell that, like, he, he's upset. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> he's upset he's spaghetti right now. Um <laughs> So basically this first song is he's in a car crash. His lover dies because it was, there was a storm and there's a line in here that says from with within you, I hear a whimper, a voice echoes in an empty form inside my head. You say, I told you so we should have left before the storm. Mm. So was involved in a car accident. His lover passed and he's still here. Yeah. So the, here's the thing. Yeah. Those are beautiful lyrics and crazy and cool. I wish they were within music where you could understand them. <laughs> okay. Number one, how dare you? Uh, now, 
I'm not going to be one of those fakers. I'm going to tell you the truth. Did I know that's what the lyrics said? No. Yeah. I, I catch what I catch. It's more about the emotion and how it sounds and feels to me. Right. Um, but then going back and actually knowing what the lyrics are, you're like, oh, gosh, this just like I got chills reading yeah. some of these lyrics within, within the music. The last line in the song is I am reborn in a life without you. Like, wah. it's kind of yeah. like that Mount Erie band mm, that wow. our friend Adam turned us on to that I've listened to like two songs off of and I can't finish because it's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Oh, if you're out there and you want to cry, go get Mount Erie's uh, A Crow Looked at Me. Mm. I think that's what it's called. That's what it's called. Uh, I think um, <laughs> so. This first track sets the tone of the record. It's unrelenting and it does not let up. Yeah. Uh, anything more about this first track? Yeah. So I'm not a huge fan of spooky quiet okay. parts though. So like, I think like the sound of spooky is always a turnoff. That's why I don't love corn. Granted, I do, you. I do like corn, but uh, like this here, here. I will say that your uh, what you told me about the lyrics and the concept really helped me understand why that's there, though. See, I'm wondering if if that was playing in Will Smith's head as he approached Chris Rock <laughs> at the Oscars <laughs> right before he slapped him. He just that's what he was hearing. Oh my god! Um, I love those atmospheric, ambient kind of vibes, mm-hmm. but I totally understand because I. I shut down over other musical things. Like if I hear, you know, that thing we talked about, the Blink-182 thing that they always do in second verses after the chorus, mm-hmm. where they put the drums in a big reverb room and it sounds like they're in a box. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the it's bass plays with it. Short this time yeah. Exactly. Uh, real bad bands like Blink-182. Um, I think uh, it's a perfect uh, intro to the record. Let's go ahead and do uh, God Knows, track two. what i love about that real quick before you say something yeah is is that we're making people listen to pretty extended cuts of this and so if people hate this music they have to listen to it if they want to hear the podcast that's right and a bunch of people are going to check out because of that but they're dumb um yeah. if you've already checked out you're dumb uh you have baby tastes go listen to hansen um <laughs> which shout out mbop that's a that's a that's a bop for that's sure a mbop. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh did it bop um yes. I think so. I love that little two step part. So in hardcore, when you like that first verse, when the yeah. drums are that kind of thing, 
mm-hmm. is w- what we call two-step. And that's where the hardcore ninjas that are fighting invisible people in the pit, yep. hardcore dancing, that's where they do the hardcore two-step. So much like in hip-hop, how there's a two-step. In hardcore, same thing. You just swing your arms around and try and hit innocent by watchers, uh, bystanders. Um, I love that part in this song. I think this song, verse two of this song, has another vocalist from another band. And I tried to listen to their band, and I I just could not. I hate <laughs> unless you're Zayo. Yeah. Um, if you're Zayo, you get away with it. Um, or if you're Jake Bannon from uh, Converge. But I, I love that second verse when he comes in. We gathered here to die. That kind of guttural. I don't know what the people that get really into screaming can tell you the differences. And all I want to say to that is, ah, ah. <laughs> uh, just holler in the mic. Okay. That's right. why we like me without you a lot. Um, I think the differences, though, between their voices is like when, let's call Brian Garrison, let's call him Scrappy Doo. So when Scrappy Doo is screaming, I'm in heaven. And then they bring in this like almost like black metal Danny Filth kind of voice to do that little breakdown part. Um, I love the juxtaposition between their two voices. And one of the guitar players in this band plays and just I want to see your face and I want to see your facial expression when I tell you this. He wears overalls with nothing under them. And he plays an Ibanez Iceman seven string. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I love the tone of the guitars on this record. They're very uh-huh. harsh. You know, there's not a real amp in sight, probably. Yeah. Uh, they're probably all plugins, but man, plugins are insane. Yeah, uh, they've got them crazy now, don't they? I've always been a tube guy, a tube amp guy. I've got a Dr. Z. I love to talk about my Dr. Z. Yep. Um, but at church now, dude, I run out of a helix stomp. Oh, and really? I use, I use just plugins and it sounds, I, I can tell a difference, but no one else in that room can. Right. Um, but anyway, back to this, uh, I love this song and my heart broke because this song is all about, he's been left behind and feels like he's in hell without mm. his lover that died because of a decision that he made and i don't know it just made me really sad uh one of the lyrics is i am withering at the helm suffocating and overwhelmed i hand you to god carve your name everything burns nothing remains Mm. um and then at the end he says flashes of blood and bone an empty vessel in between its home god knows i belong to hell that's why he left me here by myself Mm. God knows. And then the song ends with that. God only knows what I'd be without you by the beach boys. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's a pummeling song, but like the lyrics add so much depth and like just heart wrenchedness. And he has a panic attack in the song um, where he says panic sets in and I start to shake loathing crushed by the weight of the terror. Mm. I mean, all of that just makes me so sad it's such a good storytelling um and the way that the track uh the way the the song ends sorry again uh red's apple ale um the way the song ends 
just leaves me feeling hopeless and broken in a way that I love artistically, not in my real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's the um, yeah, this song is a banger. Lots of breakdown parts, cool guitar riffs. Um, again, that little feature from what is that guy's name? I want to at least holler out his Matt King. And he's in some band with like death divides the darkness between the dawn or something. <laughs> it's not that it's something stupid like that. Yeah. Though. Um, but again, I don't get to, I don't get to say anything cause I like this band and they have songs like, or their EP is called a tear in the fabric of life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was really good. I think it's a bop. I think if you're looking to just listen and get pumped, this is great songs to like work out to, or like destroy, demolish your, uh, your kitchen too. but it's not like, don't read the lyrics or you'll just be crying while you're you know, hitting your PRs, getting your gains. Uh, we can't have that. Anything else about this tune? Yeah, I haven't said anything about it yet. <laughs> See, I told you I talked too much. Go ahead. So I was just going to say, I love when records flow like this. And, you know, it's a concept record. So it will, of course, like from one track to the next. So track one into two has this flawless, like in awesome. I don't know. And in all fairness, it's it's probably why the spooky thing works you know, the spooky interlude. So yeah, it's cool. And then I was going to say, I love halftime. So like or whatever, I can't do it right now, but I love halftime. Usually I prefer it like this, like full time for, for most of the song and then yeah. halftime break. But this song does sort of the opposite. It, like the, the intro is halftime. The breaks are halftime and the verse is full time. If you can yeah. break it down that way at all, you know, but uh, this is what I love right here. Two step. So that's it. Um, and then here's the here's the other thing. Listen to this clip. That's why I struggle with this kind of music. <laughs> it's just so silly. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. I know it's so fair. Oh. It is so fair for you to do that. Yeah. Um, so I do. I'd struggle with it, you know, because of that. So what am I going to say? All right. We can move on now if you want to forced to stay. Okay. So let me play a little bit of that. If I can find it. Here we go.
I'm just gonna groove. Okay, so this one is absolutely a banger. Uh, the only thing that I despise in most heavy bands is blast beats. I think oh. blast beats are so stupid. So for those of you listening, blast beats are when you're typically hitting the kick drum, double kick, double kick pedal. But every time you hit your kick, you're also hitting your snare. All right, but there's no way to there's no way to hit the snare hard and fast you can only hit the snare fast when you're doing blast beats so i said this song has the best drums <laughs> <laughs> oh i love that the groove that's yeah, what i and, said but even in even though i don't like blast beats i think it's perfect where they where they used it yeah because it's totally a black metal like tremolo blast beats part Mm-hmm. Um, and I I love it because most black metal sounds like it was recorded inside of a trash can in a cave in like I don't know Wyoming or some right. worthless state. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I live in Kentucky. I don't get to talk. Uh, <laughs> but I I love the way that feels. This whole this this song. You're right. All the groove that he's somehow placed into such a fast like brutal uh song he's thrown all those little grooves where he's doing those hi-hats and the ghost notes and stuff mm-hmm. metal drummers there's so much better like when we were coming up we learned like metallica tabs yeah right but like if if i had to learn anything by this band i would just be like i'm not gonna play like i can't figure any right. of this stuff out especially when your first guitar is like a terrible crappy acoustic guitar and you're trying to play music like this yep um yeah i think uh i think this song slaps anything else or what do you think about it yeah i think it's great i love the drums it's my favorite part um but then it it has this again spooky it's the same thing as before it's just got a little more overdrive on it falling away Standing round and round. Were you waiting for someone to go? I wish somebody would have metal scatting. Yeah. Uh, All right. Um, so that was forced to stay. The next one is Hold on. Go ahead. There's a there's a lyric in this song that he points back to the first track. It, it says, Why did I take a chance and gamble life? Every sign points me back to the dorm. In my mm. head, you say I told you so. We should have left before and uh, before the storm oh yeah and then the there's a a real long ending where he just kept he keeps repeating the rain washes you away and i'm forced to stay mm. it's just tragic that is so it's, it's incredible the next so now now that i know what this is all about like these are starting to make sense as far as like the titles go so like yeah. the next song is contorted in the fail file fail, 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 fail i don't know how to say that word do you no 
but I know what it is. I did. I looked it up too, and it okay, makes I sense <laughs> to me. Because <laughs> I'm a dude, and I don't wear fail, but it's no. it's like prom dress material. Yeah, like the babe. Hold on, let me ask my wife. <laughs> How do you pronounce the word? It's spelled F A I L L E. And it's like dress material. She fell? No. Fell? No. F A I L L E. <laughs> She's going to be like, fail? File? File. Uh, it's 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 got to be something like that. File. Uh, what? Oh, there's Elvis again. F A I L L E. No, there's no O. <laughs> okay, never mind. Love you. Elvis, get out of here. Okay. So, yeah, go ahead and play a little bit of this one. All right, hang on. I don't think I. Hold on. I didn't load this one in. Oh, no, Jeff. Oh, the ghost is coming. I can, Alert. I can this hear file's him. already been added. What? Come on, Jeff. Do it. Here we yeah, go. Right, hold on. Here we go. Just make you want to punch someone? Yeah. I Okay. So it like someone could say, and they, it'd be fair if they were to say all these songs sound the same. Mm-hmm. But my response would be so does Taylor Swift. <laughs> Have you listened to Nevermore or Evermore or whatever those terrible records she's been releasing lately? The ones no. with all the reverb? No. Are they all the same, pretty much? Yeah, and they were produced by uh, the dude from Big Red Machine and oh, what is that band called? I love a little Alligator the Boxer. The National. The National. Uh, he produced all that stuff. So you could say the same thing about this music. But I would say if you're 
the more that you are submersed in a genre like this, you hear the differences. Um, so this song, again, it has, this band does a lot of breakdowns. They do a lot of two-step. Um, so they have nods to like, um, paint by numbers, metal bands, but they transcend it with the, the scape of everything, the scope, the, the bigness, the, the cinematic, uh, value of, of this kind of music. And I think it's so interesting how they have blended electronics and like post-production techniques and like, um, you know, uh, sound effects and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. I don't hate it. Typically when bands do that, I hate it. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, there's a band called falling in reverse Ooh. and they do a lot of like pop, punk meets like screamo meets metal and ronnie rat he's a fine vocalist but every one of their songs sounds like the transformers well problem and, with ronnie radke is ronnie radke yeah 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 and that guy, you know, sucks. That guy sucks for sure yeah. um or let's just say no he sucks you could say it <laughs> <laughs> so this song is about him coping and so one of the lyrics are um poison trails down my throat like gasoline Guessing uh -huh. that's liquor, uh, plants deep in my blood like roots. Yep, sets fire to my memory, burns all left destitute. And then, um, at the end, he says, uh, here it is whispering sweet nothings beneath a daze, mind consumed, pulling me your infectious hum, awaken at the foot of your tomb. So, in a drunken stupor, he is gone to the gravesite. Mm. And he says, now all that is left is to remove the weight of the earth. Now all that is left is to remove the dirt that holds your ghost. Oh, I am with you now. Jeez. Oh, and that dark, he is, yeah. he is digging up the body of his lover, dead lover. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is a PSA. Don't do that. Don't yeah. go digging up. Uh, somebody who's passed. That's just uh, digging up bones. Yeah, like in a Chris Stapleton song. Yep. All um, right. What okay, else? You, so, what else you got? So for this one, um, here I just need to play this. Ready? Uh oh. Uh oh. Do you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> play the other one again. <laughs> oh that's so funny it, it is similar yeah um, that's hilarious good that's job, all i had on, <laughs> that's, that's all i had on that one <laughs> mm. yeah Great I, song. I, no i really liked it though it is a cool song yes all right we're moving right, right along return to passion return to passion return to passion The bass, right? Yeah. 
I have okay. chills. Let me tell you what what I thought. That's the, the whole the song, song, by the way, audience. Yeah, I thought we were going there. Creepy spoken word at the end is like ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. You can hear like her lips parting. Dude, ASMR freaks me out. Yeah, me too. There's this like one. When, of the, I like barbershop ASMR. What the you heck see? is that? It's like the sound of like a, like, can you hear this? Yeah, yeah. That's like the shaving and stuff, you know? Oh. It's like straight straight razor shaving. The ones I've... So my wife sometimes listens to ASMR to fall asleep, but it's these, like, stories of... And there was a good dog in the field. Pet the good dog. And that's the kind of stuff that, like, uh-huh. just positive nothing stories to fall asleep to. But that's what it sounds like to me. Um... Man, that song is dark. So I don't know if you caught it. So the lyrics are, uh, from underground, I hear you calling, clawing through the dirt, return to life. I can save you. Guided by the moon into the grave. Dig, dig. Everything will be okay. Force-fed rebirth. Nurse your gourd wings back to life. Death comes home. Light the candles just to mask the scent. Death comes home love resurrects back inside, i find myself again the great return to passion back inside you i lose myself uh, hide my walls rotting so there's mm, some like, necrophilia in there yeah that's weird i don't like that <laughs> that's such a midwest thing Oop, don't like that nope, don't like that um, yeah this, that's gross yeah. We don't we don't like that. But as a storytelling device, it's just really interesting. What is it she said at the end of that song? She remember. says, you are safe and everything's OK. I'm here with you. Uh, so uh, that's in his head. Huh? She dead. That's in his head because she did. Oh, she did for sure. So the last song, the, the so that's the penultimate song of the record. Yeah. Of the EP. The last song called Permanent is deals with some unaliving. And so okay. if you have, you know, a trigger to that, uh, skip this part. But uh, we're going to talk about the song Permanent. Um, I did like, though, however, the cinematic, like, you hear him digging. You hear a shovel and, uh-huh. like, heavy breathing. I thought that was cool. And I think so, I have... Go ahead. I think I have in this song... Um, it's either this song or the next one. I have a part two of a Permanent. clip that I sent you. The next one. It's the next one. Okay. So the, let me real quick on this song, return to passion. I think I'm realizing why this music isn't for me all the time. It's not like the screaming. I don't really mind that, but it's the guitar tone and I can appreciate it, but I just think I like more subtle distortion. Like, like we were Edge talking about breakup. Like my limit might be, might be Metallica, like yeah, like more of like that British uh, distortion. Does that make sense? Sure. Um, <laughs> sure. I don't know that I would call it British. Well, uh, but I like know a Marshall amp or a Vox sure. on overdrive. Well, with overdrive help. 
Well, so these guys probably use Axe Effects or um, like Kempers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's so funny is Kirk Hammett from Metallica, the most lucky guitar player in the world because of how great he isn't. <laughs> yeah, but come on. It takes, listen, don't you think that Lars is the most lucky drummer in the world? Similarly. Absolutely. You know who the talented together, Metallica is? His James name Hatfield is James Robert Hetfield. Trujillo, Robert, Robert, whatever. Yeah, the guy from Suicidal Tendencies. That guy's um, awesome. Yeah, sure. He plays his bass like the guy from Corn, though, and I hate it. Uh, he literally, like, so as a big fella, when I go to hand my guitar to a skinny fella, oh, they God. always have to adjust the strap, and it pisses me off. Do you ever thin. adjust it first? That's what I do. Sometimes, but I, I want them to have the experience of playing it where I play it. So uh-huh. on me, it hits right. I, I, I play. I don't play low. I don't play high. I play normal. Right. Um. But uh, when skinny people put it on it instantly, they're in corn. Uh, <laughs> it goes down to their like shins. Yeah, they're like 1999 um, Blink 182. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like that time. Uh, so here's a little behind the scenes. You and I. I, I think you were there. I don't know if you were playing, but um, the dude from some church in D.C. came. Uh, was it Jack? Fr- it's not Jack Frost. I can't think of the guy's name, <laughs> but he came. Oh, oh, um, Mike. He's the bald guy. Mike Slaughter. He, Mike Slaughter. Yeah. Which, number one, most metal preacher name. <laughs> I want my preacher's name to be Mike Slaughter. Yeah. But he's just a Swede named Brian. Um, (laughs) But, uh, yeah. Oh, a little side note. Did you know that my lead pastor at my church was on a Swedish reality competition show called All for Sweden, where he had to, like, it was like uh, if uh, Survivor was in Sweden and he won. No, I had no idea. Yeah, he won the whole thing, and he does not talk about it enough. If no. I were him, every every sermon would be like, "When I won this hit reality TV show in Sweden, <laughs> you know." So I was like, "Why oh, would you, you leave if you lived in Sweden? Why would you leave?" Oh, I know. I was like, "Did you win any money?" And he was like, "No." And I was like, "Uh, did you get any? Like, what was your prize?" He's like, "A free trip trip to Sweden to meet some of my ancestors and like family." Oh. Oh. I was like, "That's cool." But I'm going to need some money. Um, yeah, exactly. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so we're about to enter the last song. If you've hung in here so far, thank you so much. We are about to end uh, with the final track, Permanent. And yep. uh, it sounds like this. Here we go. That is dope.
Awesome, pummeling, pounding, beating someone to death. Uh, that's how it makes me feel. Yeah. So I get like, I get like all energized. I hate, and I'm not kidding. I don't like most heavy music these days. I go back to the stuff that I listened to in like my early 20s or my late teens sometimes. But most of the time, Jeff, I am a uh, Jason Isbell, Drive-By Truckers, uh, Chris Stapleton, Phoebe Bridgers, Radiohead, uh, Frank Ocean. So that's typically where I am these days. But I got to tell you, I am 15 years old again when I listen to this wearing fingerless (laughs) gloves driving in my 1993 Dodge Colt that I had punched and kicked dents into uh, because I didn't know how to deal with my emotions. Dad! Dad! Mom! Why? Um, Why did you do this to me? (laughs) (laughs) That clip that guy hitting that pillow with the tennis racket? Mom! Oh my God! Why did you do this to me? I wish we would have thought of that and played that clip right here. Um, <laughs> oh, I love it so much. So some of the lyrics in this song can't last another day without you exercising every measure left a spot for two in the womb of hell and apology. My final breath uh, suffering in this life without you permanent blue parted by death reunited the same permanent blue. Closure in a physical form, reject the hand of the devout. When I saw the ghost was you, all the lights went out permanently. Mm. So he unalived himself. I think if I'm like following the story, uh, just overwhelmed with grief, uh, despair, no way out. Um, there's always a way out. Uh, so if you need help, reach out for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, better help. Uh, there's therapy, you know, options for you out there. Don't unalive yourself. Do not do that. Reach out. You know, we feel for you. This is me being serious. Yeah. I know I don't do that very often, but please, please reach out if you need help. Nine However, eight, eight is the, you know the number for that. Yep. Nine, eight, okay. eight. Um, cause we know mental health is a big part of you, Jeff, cause you have a podcast and have written books uh, sort of with simple mental health. Yep. And so if, if you need help, go there, um, reach out, talk to one of us. Uh, we joke about a lot of things. This is not something we joke about, but in we the terms you. of the song and story, I, I find it still compelling and interesting mm-hmm. um, as a, as a fantasy story. It's the same way. Like I'll play God of war, but if anyone charged at me with an axe or an arrow, I'm crying and probably peeing my pants, but doing it on the side of my jeans so no one can tell, um, you know, <laughs> how big or small uh, my wee wee is. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's an excellent uh, closer uh, to the album. There is a part at the end that I really, really loved where they bring in more chords. It's almost like a like a real chorus or something. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the song. So, Jeff, you can play that clip. Oh, the lights went out! Oh, 
coming. Great way to end the record. And it keeps going, you can stop it. We, we, we start slowing down the tempo and gradually fading out. So heavy. Yeah. So good. Jeff, do you have anything else to say about this song? Yeah, you know, like I said, I, I wasn't listening to the lyrics, so I didn't realize it was a concept album, so this is gonna be really stupid. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is a great track to end with. <laughs> but just uh just the beginning makes it feel like the end. Like the beginning of the track makes it feel like the end, but then the, you get to the end, it's really like that. So it's like you're almost to the top of the hill. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like if you're and on a roller coaster. Yeah. And then one more comment. God, the drum sound on this is just so great. <laughs> yeah. It's just so great. You know, as I'm listening to that last track, I'm thinking I can, I think I can nail down what I love about heavy music when it's done the way I like it mm-hmm. is that there's a bounce to it. Like, I love the bounce. Like, if it makes you want to, like, nod your head along, instant success. That's that's one of the main things I want in my heavy music is bounce. Uh, Really heavy rhythm. Um, Yeah, just a a groove. And I think we hit on that a little earlier with the drummer. Yeah. I would say that, like, overall, I still think this was a little one note, personally. Mm -hmm for my taste like but here's an example i think you're playing say what i think you're playing two clips i'm playing all the songs at the same time (laughs) (laughs) you dirty dog (laughs) so that's what i mean i mean there i think it's all the same key all the way through yeah um, cause you don't need keys if you're screaming, who cares? Um, the Lord. Uh, so overall I would say for me, like this record, I think it's a fire record. 
but if you like it, like if you like hardcore, if you like that kind of thing, since I can only give one rating, I unfortunately have to say it's not for me. So, but I do think it's a really good, like, listen, there were parts in there that I'm like, holy crap. Like the drums were awesome. You know, one thing I wish I would have heard, and I think it's probably, uh, a good thing that it's not in there for people who actually like this kind of music, but I would have loved to have heard some guitar or any instrument solo, like some, like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm real glad that's not in there. Yeah. I was going to say, I bet you are. (laughs) I, uh, I love this record. Uh, I think it's fire, but here's my promise to listeners. If you've made it this far, congratulations, Mm -hmm. Jeff, this is my promise to you. I will do an embargo on this heavy of music for a yeah. for a while. That would uh, be nice. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get back into things like singing melodies and uh, harmonies. Week. Yeah, uh, we are going to uh, not do a heavy record like this all the time, but they will be sprinkled throughout because I'm trying to. Uh, Daddy's trying to teach the children. <laughs> You, you're the listeners of the children. Yeah. How to appreciate music that you might not, it might not be your thing. Right. And so just like I knew that this wouldn't be necessarily Jeff's thing, I knew that he would at least appreciate some things about it. And I do appreciate you know, it, yeah. Yeah, the whole record may not be for you, but there were probably parts that you're like, oh, that that, that part's okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we're not going to do that again um, for a while. For a while. You ready for next week's? I am. Next week, Brando's going to be listening to, and I'm going to be listening to, an EP called Dogs Another Eating EP. Dogs by Blink-182. Dogs Eating Dogs. It's a dog-eat-dog world, baby. Dog-eat-dog world. Uh, and everybody out there knows it's no secret. Blink-182 is... One of the worst live bands ever in the history of the world. Um, but what I love is that you have to like actually say live bands because you can't say worst bands anymore because sure. you gave take off your pants and your jacket. Yeah. <laughs> a fire rating. It was. I, I really liked that record. So. Um, ask me if I've revisited it. Yeah. Have you revisited it? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, revi- I revisited a uh, uh, neutral milk hotel recently. Ooh, do you still yeah. like it? Uh, I do. I kind of like it still. Yeah, that's good. Um, so. I actually, and you know, just because this podcast is the greatest podcast in the world and you should be listening. Um, Turnpike Troubadours was a band mm. that you told me about and they are absolutely blowing up. Oh God. Yeah. They played the, uh, they played the enterprise center in St. Louis. They played a stadiums. Yeah. There was a, the there's a brothers. Yeah. Which they, they're awful now. Um, <laughs> but I love emotionalism, but the, uh, the like a kick drum. Do you know I that song? I hate that. Rick Rubin <laughs> or no, is it Rick? Yeah. Rick Rubin. Stay away. <laughs> stay away from, have you, have you listened to that interview where he's like, I make music for me. I trust my, the value I bring is, my taste and knowing what I like and don't like. And I was like, ah, <laughs> um, but you know, what's yeah. funny. You want to say you can't argue with his success, but really like, what has he done recently? Anyway, whatever. 
Yeah. What have you done for me lately, Rick Rubin? Ooh, Rick, ooh yeah. Rubin. Um, but yeah, right. I was listening to a, a radio station and the Turnpike Troubadours came on, but mm. I didn't know it was them. And I was like, dude, this song rules. Who is this? And it took me right back yeah, to baby. that first time you made me listen to it. Uh, it Ooh, was real good. Yeah. So She's if you're a Blink- girl I've ever known. <laughs> anyway, if you're a Blink-182 fan or if you're not, tune in next week as I will be listening to, for the first time, Dogs Eating Dogs. See you next week, baby. See you next week. We love you.